bad news sells. So again, I just admitted out loud that I've watched more news than I have in the last month, in the last couple days. And so it's hard, but you can't react by what you're hearing on the news. Puzzles go by a lot of names. Jigsaws, crosswords, sudokus, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain knitters, knotters, and bucklers. You get the idea. On this show, we deal with financial puzzles. Your host is Money and Clarity Certified Financial Planner, Nikki Early. It's time for the show. Let's put the pieces together. Welcome to another edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Sorholt alongside Nikki Early, Certified Financial Planner and Partner with Money and Clarity, serving you in Cincinnati and all the surrounding areas. You can find us online by going to moneyandclarity.com. And Nikki, boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Maybe some of the most major news uh, we've had in our lifetimes. This certainly has the potential. What's going on with the coronavirus right now in the markets and some of the unprecedented steps that are being taken. I just feel like we're living in one of those moments that, you know, this will be the kind of thing like 9-11 and like some other things where we're always going to know where we were and we're going to be able to remember this experience and this time period very well. It just seems like we're in the midst of that kind of moment right now. We are. And I, by nature, don't overreact to news. But I have to say, right before we started recording today, I was on the phone with my husband saying, what is the grocery store like? Is there any meat left? (laughs) I mean, literally, it's like unprecedented, really. Yeah, I'm texting with my uncle in New Jersey. He's telling me there's 17 people in each line and it's 17 open registers and that there's nothing on the shelves. And then I go out and there was nothing going on. Like everything was stocked. There was nobody in line. It was a very normal day. Like this is this. How are, how are we this far apart on uh, our reactions to this, depending on just, you know, where you are geographically? It's, it's pretty wild. But well, I feel like we're all Walter, heading in that direction, probably. <laughs> you're in North Carolina, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> we have several just... <laughs> we have several cases at, at the time of our recording today. So, yeah. But maybe you guys are all just a little bit more laid back. Well, you know, being Southerners, we are a little bit more. <laughs> on the laid back side. You're right about that. So Um, it's just been a crazy week, not only for the virus. And that's the other thing. I feel like this is a double whammy here, Nikki. And and on today's show, we're going to talk about solid financial truths, but it's good timing. And this, we were planning on talking about this anyway. And then the coronavirus thing just kind of makes this an even more important conversation. So once we're done kind of talking about some of the coronavirus issues here, we will transition into that. But I feel like we've got two different things happening where we have, Nikki, the medical side and the medical anxiety and concern. And then it's a whole different piece, although related, we have the economic uh, element of this entire thing. And that's at least for me right now, because it's hitting us first, actually, is the economic side and the stock market. Um, That's kind of actually been, ironically, the first concern and fear to kind of really take hold in people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm 48. I've never (laughs) not revealed my age to people, but I'm healthy. So, you know, getting it to me is not as scary as we're frightening for some of the people that are going to be affected um, financially by it. So there's a lot going on right now. And again, what we talk about always in financial planning and the markets is you can't predict what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to be talking about this two weeks from now, two months from now, six months from now. So there's just when you, you know, when you don't know, it's just scary. It's really scary. 
because this is an evolving situation, I do want it to be above board for everybody listening to today's show that we are recording this on Friday the 13th. Uh, of course, <laughs> that would fall during the middle of this uh, crisis and pandemic. But um, Friday the 13th, the morning of Friday the 13th is when we're recording today's episode. So we acknowledge that by the time you listen to today's show, it might just be a couple of days later. You might not be listening to this show for a couple of weeks, and that's that's fine. But what we talk about, I think, will all still apply. But we do want to acknowledge if we say something that then sounds like, well, that's not how things have turned out or that's not the current situation, realize that we've got a couple of days, you know, at least delay in you probably hearing this message. So uh, just keep that in, in, in mind. But again, the principles we talk about will apply because, Nikki, today actually is a perfect example. We've been down all week. We were probably prepared to come on and talk this morning about all the doom and gloom, how it feels like the stock market's never going to stop dropping. And first thing this morning, boom, pretty big rebound. I think at the before we started recording, it's up 6% from yesterday. So all of a sudden we start feeling like, okay, things are stabilizing a little bit. But we could hit stop on the recording today, and by the afternoon it, it'll be right back down once again. And that's just sort of, I guess, a representative of the time that we're living in right now. We don't know what next week's going to bring, let alone what the next hours or days are going to bring. Yeah, absolutely. If you would have told us 30 days ago that we would be dealing with this today, we would have said, oh, no, that's not possible. There's no way Ohio is shutting down their schools for three weeks. There's no way the market, you know, yesterday we were down almost 10%. And like you said, flip over to the next day and here we are up 6%. So you just can't predict this stuff. There's no way that the Dayton Flyers won't get a chance to win the NCAA tournament. But yet, within 24 hours, we went from all sports leagues on autopilot and during the busiest time of the year to literally every single league essentially being shut down. I, I, that is such a sore subject with me being from Dayton. Um, yeah, it's just really sad. And it's sad for not only you know, all those athletes, but even, you know, for instance, and again, not to harp too much on my personal situation, Dayton and that, but my son plays lacrosse, you know, so part of his season is canceled, they're going to miss three or four games in his junior year. So, and then my daughter's soccer games, you know, it's affecting everyone, but we're doing the right things. So that's, that's what we got to focus on. Yeah, Uh, people are making wise choices to try and keep this thing from becoming uh, you know, worse than it uh, has appeared in other countries. And, you know, we don't want to follow down a path of some of those big consequences. So I think it's another one of those examples of, uh, you know, when times get tough, Americans pull together and pull through. And I think we're going to see a lot of that during this uh, situation as well. Uh, before we turn the page to talking about those financial truths on today's show, Nikki, I am curious, two questions. What are you telling your clients? Are they calling you, um, you know, with, with questions and upset? I'm sure we've got many clients listening to the show today. So, you know, what is your message to them? And then also, I'm sure you have non-clients, <laughs> folks that are like family members of mine that have been calling me saying, hey, we listen to your podcast with, with Nikki. We know you talk to financial advisors across the country all the time. What should we do? Should we go to cash? And I've got a lot of family members that are in that panic mode right now because they don't have a plan in place. So what is your message and how are you addressing those two different groups of people? Well, I have to say, Dan had built his practice on education. And one of the big things that we do between the two of us is we teach a lot. We, we go out to colleges and teach seminars on retirement planning. And one of our key messages is always about not being emotional and about doing planning and factoring in 
downturns in the market. So I feel like, and it's, I shouldn't say crazy, but it's kind of crazy. I'm talking with Trina, who's our office manager on a daily basis, and obviously with Dan, and the phone isn't ringing. So I really applaud Dan in that we've always educated our clients that this happens. There's going to be downturns in the market and not to overreact. So even the same thing happened when Brexit happened um, a few years ago. I walked into work thinking, oh my gosh, the phone's going to be ringing off the hook. But it just isn't. So I think that we've always been very, very clear in our message that in our lifetimes, we're going to see more recessions, we're going to see downturns in the markets, we're going to see upturns. And we shouldn't be surprised when those times occur. I think it's a great point. This is not the first coronavirus. This is not the, the first market crash and upheaval that we've seen. And it won't be the last. There will be more that come to us again in the future. So it's good advice, Nikki. Is it difficult to deal, though, hearing panic in people's voices who don't have that plan when they call? And are folks out of luck at this point? I mean, they waited too long to, to sell and go to cash if they were trying to time the market. So is it just a, uh, it's, it's hard to deliver that message of wait and see at this point or wait and hold it out? You know, I just, I haven't heard that much. Uh, To be honest, Walter, we're not getting that panic mode. The people we are working with are, if anything, if they were sitting on some cash, they're saying, can I bring you a check? (laughs) And Hmm. we're like, sure, absolutely. But I'm just not getting a lot of the panicness that you would think. And again, I think it goes back to that, the people that we work with, we have educated, we've talked through this and it was part of their planning process to begin with. So, you know, I wish I could tell you some like crazy story about, you know, something that's happened over the last few days, but the fact of the matter is all is good. Well, that's good to hear that uh, folks are not panicking in your realm. And like you said, uh, you know, applauding Dan, I think it's a testament to the education that you guys have provided and uh, your clients are certainly comfortable with where they stand right now. So all of this, I think, does bring us to our main conversation of the day and a good topic to address, and that be the solid financial truths, these things that we can bank on when it comes to the financial world. And since we live in so much uncertainty at this moment, it would be nice to have some solid financial truths that we can lean on in a time like this. Um, you know, I think a lot of things in the financial landscape have that it depends resolution, right? I mean, that's probably our favorite word here on the show, Nikki, in, in most questions. <laughs> yeah. It depends. Well, if this happens, <laughs> then that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But that can be frustrating, you know, when things are so fluid and, and very person to person like that. So let's look at some of the financial truths that we can state with confidence and see what we can learn from them on today's show. Now, this is uh, not just even a financial lesson, this first one, maybe just a general piece of advice. TV can be our biggest enemy. Why is that the first financial uh, truth? Well, I hate to admit it, but I've probably watched more news and TV in the last probably 48 hours than I have in the last month. So I am guilty as well. But I will say this, when it goes to TV and especially financial news, and let's you know step away from the coronavirus for right now and what's going on, but when we look at the so-called gurus that are on these you know financial news shows and they're telling us what stock's hot, what stock's not, which mutual fund you should buy, which mutual fund you should sell, you got to be a little skeptical 
at times. You know, you're thinking, okay, if this person truly knew, if they knew, and they don't know, because again, news moves markets. So they, they can't know because they don't know the news ahead of time. But if they truly knew what stock was going to be up, would they tell us? And would they tell us for free? Probably not. Again, being a little bit skeptical, could it be that maybe possibly they own some of that stock and they're telling <laughs> all of us to go out and buy it so that the stock price goes up and they can sell and profit? You know, I don't know. But I just, again, nobody truly knows what's going to happen. And so it's just good to be a little bit skeptical about what you're hearing and, and maybe just not hear it at all. Maybe turn the TV off is the is the message as far as that goes. But, you know, you can't – well, and I would say also – bad news sells. So again, I just admitted out loud that I've watched more news than I have in the last month in the last couple days. And so it's hard, but you can't react by what you're hearing on the news. That's a great point. Uh, It's so difficult, though, when we're bombarded with it. It does help to just remove yourself from the situation every once in a while. It, I kind of had that happen yesterday, you know, when we were getting all the news of all the sports teams and uh, leagues canceling and uh, just, you know, the fervor on Thursday really just felt like it was turned up really high, Nikki. And it just started to get to me. I mean, I was having trouble focusing on work and uh, it, it was just difficult to get through the day with all of that bombarding your head. And I just felt like I had a headache. I just didn't, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I didn't feel well and then be like a coronavirus. <laughs> thing. I just, but you know, you just didn't feel right. And uh, I got out, I walked the dogs in the uh, the late afternoon, early evening, went to the grocery store and, and the one I went to wasn't crazy at the moment. So that was good. You know, I had to go to the Sprint store to, to pick up my new phone because I dropped my other one the other day and it broke. <laughs> so, you know, but it was nice to, to, to just get out, clear your head. I got away from all of that craziness in the news and constantly following it. And boy, felt a lot better. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. we have to realize that being absorbing all you want to be informed, but you can't overabsorb or it'll lead you down a bad path too. So it's a good point to remind people of. I think this is really big in situations like this too, Nikki. You know, speaking of not feeling well because you're following so much news, but the reason it's happening is because it's ramping those emotions up. And you rarely make good financial decisions when your emotions are ramped up. They are also our enemy at times like this in many ways. Yeah, and we're we're emotional beings. I mean, and and that's special and good <laughs> that that we're emotional beings. But when we're making financial decisions, that can be detrimental. And it's times like these where you do see, you know, a significant drop in the markets and you get scared. And, you know, your instinct is maybe to bail because how bad is it going to be? But then again, you know, this is yesterday the 12th and now we're on the 13th and the markets are going back up. So if you were one of those people that were emotional yesterday and you sold a majority of your portfolio and went to cash, then when are you getting back in? Um, If you look at any study or statistics, they will tell you that around buying and selling it's not that you get so much hurt when you sell at a bottom it's that you don't get back in when the market's going back up so there you've solidified your losses so in traumatic times you just have to remind yourself to be rational and i know that's hard but really that's kind of what 
makes what Dan and I do special is, you know, we can talk people off of ledges if they get there. I, I still go back to saying that we've done a really good job educating people, so we haven't had to talk many people off ledges. But, you know, if we need to, then, you know, we, we certainly can be value now we, or value added to our clients now. Yeah, it's a great point. I just I, I hear it in my uh, in family members and friends' voices. Uh, you see the emotions playing out in real time. Of uh, hey, sh- what should we do? Uh, okay, we're going to hold on, and then it goes down another ten percent, and then it's like ah, everyone's telling me I got to sell, and uh, that's where they get you know the, you can just see the emotions are they were making a logical decision earlier, and now they're now they're panicking, and now they're trying to sell at the bottom. Yeah, and not to like go on and on and on, but. I can distinctly remember seeing this clip back in 2009, and I'm not going to say um, who the financial guru was at that time, but it was literally, and by chance, the lowest point of the market when we went through that recession. And he was screaming at the camera, telling people, sell now. The market will never, ever return. Just sell. And I can't help but think how many people listened to him that day you know how many um retirements did he ruin and he there's no recourse you know that he's not held responsible for that so it, again this emotional type buying and selling uh, just pause <laughs> pause and and try to be rational that's a great point nikki all right we're talking about these financial truths and this next one is very apropos the market always moves in cycles. And I swear, we made this list up before the coronavirus hit, okay? I know it seems know. like we tailor-made it after the fact, <laughs> no. but this this has been our mentality all along. I mean, Dan has recorded hundreds of episodes you know, before Nikki has taken over the reins here of the show. You can go back, and you're going to hear this same messaging um, for years and years and years leading up to this moment in this time that we're in right now. So it's not only the downturn in the markets that can be detrimental, but even sometimes the upswings, because we tend to get a little greedy. Um, I can remember, for instance, the tech boom. And I remember my father just watching, you know, all these tech stocks, just, you know, crazy, crazy returns. And he started moving a portion of his portfolio. And I was young, so I I wasn't advising him at this point, but he started moving large portions of his portfolio over to tech stocks. And unfortunately, everything went downhill from there. So he lost a lot of his net worth. And, you know, I can't imagine how he felt. So not only do your emotions in downturns take over, but your emotions in, you know, upturns as well, where you're seeing certain asset classes that are doing better in any given year, and your tendency is wanting to shift a portion of your money over into that particular asset class. Well, guess what? Following year, that asset class is the bottom performer. And so what do you do then? Oh, I made a mistake, I sell. And then the following year, that asset class performs well again. So you just, you know, again, the market moves in cycles. You can't predict. Um, You just really have to have a solid plan and stick to it. Well, that's a great point. And Nikki, I think this next one is a really big issue as well. All of these things that really relate to the current situation that we're going through with coronavirus, but they'll still relate. Even if you're listening to this show after the danger of the coronavirus issue has passed, um, this is going to apply to the next crisis that comes along at some point in time. And that's going to be a realization, and this is a financial truth for sure, that you probably aren't as risk tolerant as you think you are. 
meaning that you think you can handle a bunch of risk, but then when the you know what hits the fan, you really aren't that uh, you know strong against it. And I'm sure a lot of people are going through that right now. You know, there's all kinds of different intake surveys, if you will, or just you know things that financial advisors have clients fill out saying, oh, I can sustain a 10% loss in my portfolio, I would be okay. But then when it actually happens, <laughs> they probably aren't. Um, so yeah, it's easy to say that you can sustain this much of a downturn in your portfolio, and then when it's happening, it not really feel so good. Um, the other thing along with that, and again, I kind of touched on it as far as, you know, when you are actually doing financial planning, and you're in a specific portfolio, you should understand what your range of returns are likely to be. And that's based on historical data and something that we call standard deviation, which has to do with an aversion from the mean, so the historical rate of return of your portfolio. So it shouldn't be a surprise. So if you fall within those percentages, and hopefully you know what those are, then it shouldn't be a shock to you. That should all play a part in your financial planning and your ability to sustain the standard of living you want and be able to take income from your portfolio. But again, it shouldn't be a surprise to you when we see just a range of different returns in any given year. That's a great point too, Nikki. Last but not least, one other thing I think that uh, when we made this list before the coronavirus that we threw in here, and this is appropriate too, uh, I just would change the heading here. There's no vaccine. Uh, Originally, we'd written there's no magic bullet, uh, but we'll say that there's no vaccine. There's no one shot, no one punch that's going to solve all your financial problems or one thing that's going to keep you safe during times of market volatility. It's it always comes back down to an overall plan that's made up of many moving parts. Yeah, so it's interesting, but when I meet with potential clients, so you know somebody will come in for the first time, a lot of times they're coming in and they're saying, ah, I just got this inheritance of $250,000, or I've been sitting on this cash for a few years, what should I do? And my answer is, I don't know, because <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to accomplish with this money. I don't know when you're trying to retire. I don't know what lifestyle you're looking to live. I don't know what fixed income you'll likely have coming in retirement and what type of income you're going to need to pull from your portfolio, your life savings. And I often get these disappointing looks. <laughs> but Again, Dan has built a practice around us being planning professionals and financial coaches. So when we work with clients, we really, I mean, we when we're doing a financial plan, we're meeting with clients at least three times. And we're truly trying to understand their particular situation, what they're trying to accomplish, and analyze what they're currently doing and seeing if what they're doing can get them there. So based on all that information, we then build a portfolio around, again, what they're trying to accomplish. So there is no like, okay, come in today, give me some money, I'm going to invest it this way, and that's going to ensure that you have a bright financial future. It doesn't work that way. So it's got to be a holistic planning, and you know, you can't just buy XYZ, and, and that's going to make everything great. Yeah, these are all great points, Nikki. So I, I'll leave you with the uh, 
final word for today's show? I mean, what, what's the message you want to impart on people as we kind of talk about these financial truths and the fact that we're in the middle of the coronavirus thing right now with, uh, you know, lots of big question marks and uncertainty? What's the, you know, if you just want to kind of give a message to our listeners on what they should be thinking about or what's on your mind, anything you want to share to wrap up today? I think most importantly to our clients, and again, we haven't had uh, you know a huge number calling in with you know being scared, but we did specific financial plans for these people, and we took into account what markets could do in their lifetime: the good, the bad, and the ugly. And unfortunately, we're probably in the ugly right now. But we took all this into consideration. There's no one that we say in an up market, you should probably take more money than we planned out of your portfolio this year. And there's no one in a down market that we say to that you should probably take less money. Your plan you know, took into consideration the fact that we are going to have downturns and that we are gonna have upturns. So feel confident and feel, you know, stay the course. We, we knew eventually that the markets would go down and they just happened to, you know, in March of 2020. It's just when it happened. So stay the course, be confident. If you want to talk to us, we are here for you and welcome the opportunity. Well, if you have any questions about your financial plan and your situation as a current client, or if you are looking for an advisor to help give you some guidance during this time, if you haven't put together that financial plan, we'll let this crisis and this issue not be a moment to panic but rather a moment to take some action and start getting a plan in place. It's never too late to start planning, you know, or, or tomorrow will be later than today. So go ahead and do it today <laughs> is the time to start <laughs> making the right choices. Uh, that's the really important thing to remember here. Um, go ahead and get a plan in place if you don't have one. So if you want to get in touch, here's a couple of ways to do it. Uh, if you want to give a phone call, you can do that to Nikki and the team at 513-563-PLAN. That's 513-563-PLAN. 7526. And you can also get in touch with us through the website, moneyandclarity.com. It's moneyandclarity.com. We'll also put uh, links to necessary resources and information in the show notes of today's episode. So check that out for important timestamps, information about what we've talked about, and ways to get in touch all in the show notes on whatever app you're using. Just check it out and you'll see the information there. Nikki, we really appreciate the guidance and the help. We'll look forward to another good conversation with you here on the podcast next month. Uh, Until then, stay safe. Wash your hands. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck through any lockdowns and whatnot that are to come. And uh, our building's still open as yours. (laughs) Yeah, we're still we're still open for now. But that's one of the things that may change. We'll see. But we're prepared to record uh, remotely, you know, if you're at at the house. uh, We we have contingency plans in place to be able to record remotely and still bring information and keep life going on, even if we are uh, all locked in at home together. So we'll talk about our favorite Netflix movies that we're watching on, you know, on the next show, if we're all locked into our houses for <laughs> you long You know, that's who time. should be advertising right now is all the Netflix, right? That's right. Well, I think in, with everybody else going down in terms of stocks, there are a couple that are going up like uh, Zoom meetings and uh, oh, yeah. Netflix yeah. places, I think would, would do well during this time. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's something that affects us all. We'll all get through it. Um, you know, it'll, there'll be some bumps in the road, but we're going to make it as a whole. So just keep everybody's heads up and stay positive. Uh, Nikki, thanks for the help. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. For Nikki, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you on the next podcast.
Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been attained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Nikki Early is an investment advisor representative of Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a privacy policy statement, call 800-353-7923.